Hello, friends. Welcome to Painting Pictures. I'm Gabriel Roberts. That's me. <laughs> That's my name. Gabriel, you could say Gabriel Roberts, if you want to. Or you could say Gabriel Roberts. Or you could call me Charlie, because that's what I call you. We could call each other Charlie. What's in a name anyway? You know? That's something that comes up on this very podcast, <clears throat> for which I am currently recording, and you are currently listening to an introduction. This is a very important part of the podcast, because it's the only part where I get to speak to you without being um, bothered by other people. <laughs> Other people trying to, you know, have a conversation with me and get put in their two cents. This is the part where I get to blast forth with with just me. And, of course, I also will do an episode next week uh, purely that. But um, I like to speak in front of an audience by myself as much as possible. I enjoy the attention. I enjoy thinking about all of you <laughs> sitting there listening to me. It really trips my trigger, and um, <clears throat> I used to have a horse named Trigger. I just remembered, and horses are in this podcast too. Wow, things are really lining up, meshing. Um, fascia is in this podcast as well. Fascia seems like something that meshes to me. Mesh is kind of in this pod. I'll I'll stop. You know, pretty soon I'll just let you listen to the podcast. It's a it's a good one. Um, it's a conversation between myself, Topher, Dalrymple, and JC. These are two Paonia gentlemen, both with a long history in the place, um, and both with really good hearts and open minds, and uh, both very thoughtful gentlemen. And I'm really uh, grateful that they took the time to sit down and yak. We chatted on a snowy Saturday afternoon here in Paonia. We got some snow. Yeah, came on in from the sky. It was white, and um, it felt like winter. It seemed like we had got uh, real, real layers of snow, like building up on top of the car. So that was fun. Got to kind of scrape off some snow. Got to burn some firewood. Uh, the cherry trees weren't so happy. You know, some of the blossoms. That's There's a lot of talk about that around here. People are really into that. Like, oh, is it going to, you know, because oh, the, the, the sun comes out in February and March and things start blooming and then we all just get a little worried for those little plants. You know, we think, I don't know, guys, maybe you should have waited. And some of them definitely should have waited. Some of them definitely got blasted by the cold. But uh, they've got their own system, you know. <laughs> I've been at it for a while. Um, no major news, I guess. I uh, played some soccer today and really just got my butt kicked. <laughs> Nothing serious, but I got kicked the ball in my balls. Um, the ball into my balls, and that's never, never a good feeling. It's this, uh, it's, it's an interesting experience for everybody else, though, because it's like, it sort of brings everybody together, you know? Uh, because everyone knows what I'm going through. I mean, the girls 
have an idea. They don't know uh, with firsthand knowledge, but it kind of, you know, everyone takes a breather in the game. The two teams, you know, for a moment, drop the animosity that, that builds and pick up soccer here in Paonia. And they all take a moment to just look at me lying there on the ground <clears throat> with my legs up and feel sorry for me and be grateful that their own balls didn't just get blasted by a soccer ball. Uh, I also took a couple balls in the face. Boy. Um, but I made it through, you know? Made it through. Nothing serious. Nose not broken. Had a good time. Looking forward to getting back out there next week. Uh, I did hear a story from one guy who told me that uh, he got hit so hard in the, ball, in the balls by a ball that one of his testicles... Um, listeners, you may want to cover your ears if if, uh, if you don't want to hear something graphic. One of his testicles uh, broken in two. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Guess it healed back together, though. Makes me think of a crystal. You know, you can just to really quickly just get that image out of your mind. You can you can take a crystal and uh, break it, and then set it back on you know together, and it will fuse together. Hmm. How about that? And testicles apparently do the same thing. Guy said his ball just. Um, I, I just can't imagine. I don't even know what it's made of. I don't know how it would split in half, but that seems... Uh, I'm just glad it didn't happen to me. So that's something to be grateful for. Uh, I'm also grateful for your listenership. And I want to say that this podcast is a three-way, and my microphone is kind of like a one-way. So Topher is front and center. His voice is very prominent. I'm sort of in the middle, and then JC is a little bit quieter and that's just because of the microphone dynamics and the fact that Topher is really bombastic compared to JC but (laughs) uh, you can still hear it I went through it and kind of did a little bumping up and down but it brings me to a point which is I'm going to purchase a uh, omnidirectional microphone omni omnidirectional microphone that's the song about the omnidirectional microphones. You've probably never heard it before. But in order to do so, I really want to do it with podcast donations. What do you say, folks? Because I like to be able to just show up in someone's house and plop, bust out a microphone and say, hey, anyone want to make a podcast? We can all sit around. Everyone can be comfortable on couches. We don't have to crowd around, get really close to the mic. And uh, I can get a microphone that'll pick up in all directions. Omnidirectional microphone. Uh, so to donate to the podcast and support the purchase of an omnidirectional microphone, please visit GabeRobertsArt.com and click on the support link and there you'll find a little PayPal button and you can send me some change through the internet, (laughs) through PayPal. You can also send a check to my PO box. That would be really cool. Uh, PO box here in Paonia, Colorado is PO box 1668. That's P.O. Box 1668, Paonia, Colorado. Zip code is 81428. Uh, put my name on there, Gabriel Roberts, and I'll pick it, back, uh, pick it up and I'll write you back. <laughs> you can count on that, Charlie. 
if you um, even if you don't want to send me a check, if you want to just send a piece of mail to that box, and you could even just send. Um, well, I was going to say you could just write, please write to me, and I probably would because I really like writing letters. But I'm going to ask that you either draw a picture of a cat or write, um, you know, one sentence. Like, give me something, okay? Okay, give me something. Don't just say, write to me. I mean, if you do, I probably will. The point is, that's a P.O. box where you can send some snail mail and, and get some snail mail back if you're into that. You can also send electronic mail to Gabe Roberts Art, G-A-B-E. R-O-B-E-R-T-S-A-R-T at gmail.com. Finally, I'm going to be performing live this Saturday night at the Blue Sage in Paonia at uh, 7 p.m. The show starts. I'm going to be opening for the lovely and talented Kai Burt. Uh, Dude's going to play some music, (laughs) but I'm going to start it off with some spoken word, which means... I'm going to stand in front of whatever the crowd is and try to just blast forth with some rage about art. I'm going to get real angry up there. I'm going to get real angry and hopefully people will find it funny. Uh, otherwise, it's just going to really ruin the whole night for Kai and he'll wish he never asked me to open for him. But if you're in Paonia, please come on out to the show. The tickets are $10 in advance and you can get them at bluesage.org. If you don't get them in advance, you can pay $15 at the, at the dough. Yo, at the dough. That's like a 50% increase uh, penalty just for not buying the tickets in advance. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. It seems rather punitive, don't you think? <laughs> I'd say so. Well, enough of enough of all that. Um we're going to get right into this. The The podcast, I, I started recording because these guys just started talking. <laughs> they just started talking. And so at some point, I just hit record. So we're starting right in the middle of a thought, uh, talking about work back in the day. Um, Topher is talking about uh, some work. <laughs> All right. Here it is. Topher Dalrymple and JC, a.k.a. James Wop, and myself Enjoy. Thanks for listening. Catch you at the end. going to make it. They get, the guy that won the bet gave me three days, and I worked there for three summers. It was on a construction crew? Yeah, it was Long's Excavation and Blasting out of Edwards, Colorado, Avon, Colorado, I think. So what, what, the was the, what was the bet? He ain't going to last till noon. One guy gave me till noon. Did he call Travis? I can't answer it. Well, I only have one minute left on my phone. <laughs> 
Hang up on him, I'll call him. <laughs> Classic. Um, so, no, it was all ditch work. It was all putting in storm sewers and, and here, let me move that. And uh, storm sewers and water lines and sewer lines and digging foundations and stuff was all working around heavy equipment. And would they blast, too? To no, we blasted, yeah. To make the trenches? Well, they were all... Until you run into a big-ass rock that you can't move with a machine. But, I mean, the machines, they were all running those big, huge track hose and stuff. I mean, they weren't huge, but, I mean, yeah, it was a blast. I made good money. I always had money. I had a nice pickup truck. I lived in a cool pad, you know. You didn't have to overlive because everybody was making... I mean, when you're 19 years old and you're making $700 a week... Right. <laughs> You know, you're like, fuck you. And nothing, everything costs half as much. Yeah, and your money was worth something back in the old days, you know? Like, I owned my truck. Wow. You know? Yeah. Happens with every generation, but it's yeah. just... And it boomed. When Vail was... Didn't have the money hasn't, like, like, wages haven't gone up at all. Shit, we'd work... So you work, food like, prices. half the day Thursday, and you're on time and a half, so you're making $18 an hour. Well, you get to time and a half. Yeah, work you after work. 40 you get time. Oh, in the week. Oh, yeah. nice. So everything, so all day Friday and all day Saturday, you're making wow. time and a half. That's all we did. We used to go up to State Bridge and just rip it up, man, and go see. And then we'd go, we just did whatever we would. We'd go to Red Rocks and go to concerts. We fucking bought and sold and dealt drugs. We got fist fights. We fucking, I was so, I never remember having a girlfriend. I never, for like four years of my life, I I can't remember one girl that I hung out with because I was just too fucking wild, man. I mean, I think I got laid, but I don't fucking have proof, man. I ain't got no pictures. <laughs> we were fucking wild, dude. Like, wow. Too wild for girls. And what was the town? What was the town like that you were? The town in? it was Avon, Colorado. It was all around there, and we were we just going. Dig foundations, and then right before, well, we'd fall and live and buck trees up there in Beaver Creek. Yeah. So we'd come in right when there was trees on the place, and we'd still, like if the job was would require it, we'd fall on them and buck trees, and then the machines would come in, and we'd oh, dig it out and pack it down, and they'd put the forms in, and we'd fucking build it back up and pack it down as they were building up. And all those big hotels and shit up there in Beaver Creek, Long's Excavation probably did the foundation on three of those big, huge hotels. So and you say f fell and limb... Trees. Fall, fall, buck, yeah, fall, limb, buck trees. It's just cutting them over, cutting the branches off. And they were using those chucks. then to build up the foundations? No. Those, those you stack Those you stack in the woods near the road so that, A, when you get poor in the wintertime and you need some fucking firewood, you know where it is. Right. And, B, if you don't need it, you can sell it back to the rich people as firewood <laughs> that came off their fucking land. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we had we had a gig we were running for sure. Yeah. We had a blast. Yeah, I never had a concept of pulling anything like that. I mean, I can't. I grew up in suburbia, and I went to high school, and it was all about just like getting into a good college, and then it quickly became grad. You know, going to grad school, which I didn't do, but I never had a concept of like. I don't know, being more directly related to the actual economy of things and how things actually work. Like, that's what's been really exciting about Paonia is you get to see all the factors at play, pretty much, because it's on, like, a small, manageable scale. Right. Whereas when I grew up in Sacramento, it was, like, it was just these abstract ideas of, like, yeah. 
how you were going to get connected what to a job have? and make money. And Oh, right. Well, a lot of people invent their own jobs here. Right. Which is, makes a lot of sense. People are like, well, I just want to do this. Yeah. I want to do this so much. Like, I think a lot of people in this town have figured out what choices they need to make to, to make the, the trade or the bargain or whatever you want to call it with their own freedom and, and how much they want to work. Yeah, you know, because I know a lot of capable, groovy people, and it's it's like like guys like JC and I and like that generation, like forty something years old. You know, yeah. and we figured out. Look, you don't have to fucking work that hard. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's working forty hours a week. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. This is not mandatory. Yeah, well, you do have to find overtime here, that's right? Sure. Right, and then you can you can have the work when you want. It. Right. And, uh, so I, I, it's good to be. But a because it is a small town, you also have to keep your reputation up. You can't just go around the next corner and get into a whole new right. crew as anonymous. Right. You know, like you're here, you established, you become known. Yeah. And it's a good thing about that. Yeah, there's no hiding from it here. That's for sure. Yeah. It's too small. Yeah. It's a good point. So you're now kind of doing something a little different with. With Dalrymple Equine. Yeah, Might as well plug it right off the bat. Dalrymple Equine, yeah. Structural integration um, on horses through horse body work. Um, kind of stuff that looks like massage to some people. And it, it, it can't be, it can be misconstrued. It looks like massage, but it's not. It's healing touch for sure. And, uh, and uh, it's, it's fascinating study. I, I've been... You know, I made a living off of horses for years, off their backs, literally, for mm -hmm. years and years and years, thousands of miles. Mm -hmm. uh, w name a western state. But this new Wyoming. State, yep. Oh, yeah, I got paid, <laughs> I got paid stuff from Wyoming. I worked on several places up there, for sure. Fucked off a lot in Wyoming. Uh, yeah. And I've been shoeing for 22 years and cowboying for, you know, 20-some years and, you know, working at pack outfits and starting horses and colts and stuff and this new study is is um yeah structural integration so it's a fascia release um and if you don't understand fascia i explain that but that's like big walls of muscle no it's thinner it's it's fascia is the stuff that is it's an interconnective web that runs through all living creatures that i'm not i don't know about fish i bet fish have fascia but um it's it wraps all of your... It's what wraps the two muscles together that make it a bicep instead of okay. a tricep. It ensures that your body, instead of being, you know, uh, 203 muscles, you know, in separate bags, it's, it's, it's one muscle, mm -hmm. you know, in mm -hmm. 203 separate bags. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's, it's definitely the study of... of uh, that and release and how to release it. There's and yeah, it's complicated stuff. Yeah, but it, it's formed right at your base um, when you're when all creatures right at the base of your spine. It forms along with your nervous system and runs, and you know it has pull on ligaments and tendons and and it can get tight and it can get re-released and it can get torn and it can mm -hmm. scar and, and clench up. It's it's uh, it's fascinating stuff. For sure. So all those years with the horses, you didn't, never really thought about it? 
Well, or you never thought about it in this way? No, I thought about muscles and bones because I studied hoof biomechanics when I went to shooting school, like 22 years ago. Uh -huh. And uh, because and I got tired of saying no, I didn't know how to shoot because I would talk to these outfits on the phone and stuff and they'd be like, do you know how to shoot? You sound like, you know, one more question, you know how to shoot? And I was like, nope, don't know how to shoot. <laughs> So I got tired. I heard no about three times on the phone, and I figured, well, shit. You know, God wants to make a living doing this. So I went to shoeing school right away and studied hoof biomechanics. And uh, and so I've been thinking about that. It just lends, every time you can learn something like that in any study that you do, it lends more towards being a, a complete hand yeah. at that chosen thing. Sure. Right? So... Um, Right. Yeah. So now you got you got the full picture. So, yeah. And so, I've always yeah. I like to. I've always liked doctoring horses. I've always liked my time off when I was cowboy. If I had a day off, and I would still spend it with my horses. Uh, I I appreciate horse flesh, and 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 <laughs> honor it in a way that you know that only I don't know. I think a lot of people think they do, or maybe they do, but it's they're not such a mystical animal. Because some people are like, oh my god, I thought that just um, you know. <laughs> Um, and horses do have them. <laughs> People do get pretty, right. pretty dewy-eyed about horses. And they're yeah. powerful, amazing creatures. Yeah. Right. But they're... And... I just... I like to be able to meet them on their own ground. You know, they're always... They're so sober. They try and eat right. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't stay out too late. Mm -hmm. They don't smoke cigarettes. <laughs> so if you want to meet horses on their own level, you need to have a certain degree of... of you need to possess a, um, what they call presence, yeah. I guess. And horses can feel that. And they're, they use... What makes horses smarter than people, this is what it cuts to, is horses can use emotions for information. And they can feel emotions coming off each other and off people mm. very easily. Mm. So they use that as information, which makes them different to communicate than... Because if the outside doesn't look like the inside, a horse knows it. Like, you can't bullshit a horse. Right. They're starting from that. Whereas They're, we often... We're striving for something that they wake up with every yeah. day. Yeah. And yeah. that's why, like, I've heard that horses have very small brains. And some people say that horses are kind of stupid. Maybe, but it's, it's a different kind of intelligence. Like I'd primary, like to see one of those people that calls a horse stupid... <laughs> Go get on one that's never had a person on its back before. Lock him in a round pen and give him a saddle. And go, there you go. You can come out when you put... Just give him a halter. Here. Yeah, you yeah. can come out when you get a halter on that horse. Yeah. We'll see who stupid is. <laughs> but maybe their primary method of communicating and of understanding things is kind of on an emotional level. Or on an energetic level. Well, it's... And it's no, the the subtle physical movements of a herd and getting other creatures to know that you're angry at them by moving your head two inches from mm -hmm. 40 feet away. Ears laid back. Mm -hmm. You know, subtle things. Like, I don't want to talk to you now and just turn away. <laughs> you know, it's just like... And then some people don't get this, right. you know. Right. You stand in a, in a loose circle talking to people and... And somebody comes in and walks in and walks right through the middle of the circle. Yeah. Horses don't do stuff like yeah, that to right, each other. Right. If they do, they're probably going to get bit about four times when yeah. they go out <laughs> the 
What are you doing? They have, they have a certain manner and and respect and um, to each other. You know that you know definitely depending on the herd you're in. You know can change and stuff. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, Linda Kohanoff wrote a great book called uh, The Power of the Herd, which anybody who's remotely into horses and and how they communicate with people in therapy should read. Cool. It. It's fucking. It's a good read. Yeah. Yeah. I did a little. Uh, I did a little riding back in the day when I was a youngster. Right. My mom uh, mowed lawns and and did the dishes at the the lady's place so that I could get horse lessons. Wow. And it's cool. uh, for a few years, but yeah, I've always been. I've always been really into horses. It's been a long time since I've. I fed one a carrot last summer. Oh, nice. Yeah, I bet he cool. appreciated that. Yeah. <laughs> Horses like carrots, right? Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's no myth right there. <laughs> but you've been around some horse herds that like don't get treats and stuff, and you'll whip an apple out and something, and then just will not eat it because they're not familiar yeah. with apples. And then other horses you're around, it's like anything that comes out of your pocket's fair game. Yeah. So So we got some, uh, we got some, we got some weather again here in Pam, yeah. Winter, in the middle of spring. Well, it's it's typical springtime weather, pretty much. Wouldn't you say, JC? I mean, you've been here a bunch of springtimes. Yeah, it, it does this every year. Yeah, does it I mean, there's time. only been cherries a couple of times since I've been here. Wow, but they keep trying. Well, I guess the trees survive, so just let them do their thing. So where that? What do you mean there were there, there were cherries last summer, right? Yeah, a few. A few. Some will survive. Okay. Some will survive. Yeah. But not like. I think they got orchards. like. Yeah, like two percent of the crop or something. Like really? That. I felt like there was so many cherries last year. Too many cherries. Might I been. couldn't eat them all. Yeah. Well. But it is good. Moisture. We need the we need the moisture. That's what they say. Everyone needs it. California could really use it right now. That's true. Sorry, California, You're getting uh, not getting this. It's nine. It's eighty six there today. So what? Yeah. So do you think that they're like? Do you believe in chemtrails, like the planes that fly over? Do you think those are chemtrails, or do you think those are just contrails? Oh, they're definitely theory? different. Like. You can see the exact same plane flying at the exact same height, making either this huge lingering mm -hmm. cloud or not. So, it's clearly something different. What do you think they're trying to do? Uh, well. And who are they? Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> I'm not the. I don't have. I don't have a lot of uh, factoids on this. I've heard about the idea of cloud seeding, right? Where they try to. Uh, Bioengineering. Well, dump something in the sky that that stimulates like. That's been around for a long time. Making yeah. clouds. Yep. It's a boreal. Seeding clouds. Um, yeah. I know aluminum is one of them. Right. One Some nice heavy metals. And mm, then. That's why it tastes like that now outside. That's my theory. Metallic. That's why sometimes in the summer it just tastes metallic. Huh. But that's the days when you see them just going out and just laying down the grid. Yeah, you do see that. Yeah. 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 That's not normal. I no, mean, it didn't happen when I was a fucking kid. Yeah, their planes are going east or west, north or south, generally. 
Mm-hmm. You know. Lay it down. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. It's something. It's so funny that it, it's... You could probably find out. There's probably, like, uh, people that are, you know, some department that's responsible for this, and, like, it's just... Oh, no one really knows. I don't think they believe in the Freedom of Information Act. <laughs> well, that's what's funny about some of these things that seem so, like, they are mysterious and potentially sinister, is it's often, like, not really hidden or, like... Couple. Yeah. You know, like it's it's like they're making an effort. It's just people right. don't want to know, right, about this stuff. So, I don't know. I think the whole conspiracy theory thing is a joke. I mean, I think it's it's a somebody created this term conspiracy theory, and then it gets applied to any uh, idea or story or set of facts that doesn't right. align with. Whatever other idea or set of facts that has well, been called the story. That's why they did it, man. And then it's so quick. It's so quick because as soon as you as soon as you label someone like that, they're done. Why do you think they started labeling labeling everybody fucking terrorists? Why do you think they start? Because sure. once you label somebody a fucking terrorist, right? It's game over. Game over. Yeah. Nobody likes a fucking terrorist. No. <laughs> Right? So label them a terrorist, seize their shit, (laughs) throw them in a black ops prison where nobody will ever find them. Because in this country, it's they can imprison you, they can imprison you and not represent you legally, and it's totally within their like powers to be. Yep. As long as they label you correctly. Right. They just label you a terrorist. Used to be communists. Yeah. And you don't think they can? uh, They just hack your Facebook. Mm-hmm. One time and be all, today I feel like blowing something up, you know? <laughs> sure. Look, they're like, look what he oh, said! said. Yeah. right there! He's tweeting that for days. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I don't trust that at all. No, at all. Funny. But I agree with you. It's like, yeah, like nut jobs with guns. They used to be nut jobs with guns. Right. Now they're terrorists. Now they're terrorists. Right. Nobody likes a nut guy with job with a gun either. Or nut gob with a gun. Oh, nut gobs with guns are... Fucking <laughs> worse. I ran into those one time. Little nut gobs. <laughs> a little nut gobs. <laughs> Just a little... <laughs> couple of nut gobs hanging out in a little cluster, gobbing to each other. So... They sound like this. They sound like... Yeah, that's what they sound like. And they would get fucking... They would need soap and water, it sounds like, every once in a while. To clean up the... <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, I try not to. I, I, somebody was talking about going to that fracking talk today yeah. in Hotchkiss, right at the high school. And I know very little, next to nothing, about fracking. And I probably should go to this talk and learn yeah. something. But I feel so clearly, like, unless I'm really gonna like. Dedicate some energy to. What's up, JC? What do you have? This is uh, British racing hat. Is that what British. he keeps calling about? Yeah, somebody's got a brand new suit. He's going to uh, beer fest in his new suit. He can't go without his beautiful hat. What's a British racing hat? Well, I guess I just see a hat. It wasn't in his room. Is it a big hat? It's like a British. It's like a British racing cap. Yeah, it's like a British racing cap. It looked like a wool ball cap. For like racing horses? 
I uh, know. Motorcycles. Travis is more of a motorcycle guy, for sure, but no. Okay, well, here's Casey. Can you just call him Casey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only, one, only one letter off. <laughs> That's the best thing about it. Did you always go by Topher? Yeah, since like fourth grade or something, there was like three Christophers in my homeroom class. It's a big big name back then. Yeah. They tried to call me Chris, and I would write T-O-P-H-E-R in all capital letters behind Chris. Ah. And then one day, one of the teachers just called out Topher, and that was that was the end of it. So you know, that's that's it. Do you know? Like I, I can't figure out. But I'll name Saint Christopher after the the, the saint that grew or the baby Jesus across the river sticks. That was Saint Christopher. Yeah, he's a protector of children. Um, that's pretty powerful. Yeah, Catholic. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I know any other Tophers. It took me a minute to realize that Topher is related to Christopher. I didn't make the connection until I saw like I was friends with Sarah Sauter for like three years before she figured it out. <laughs> like, oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sarah. Well, it took me a little blonde moment there, doll. Four or five months. Yeah. It's not that. Uh, it's really unimportant. I mean. <laughs> You know, it's really mundane shit, actually, yeah. if you think about it. Cause, like, why would you even remember somebody's name if they were always cool to you? Like, and they were always, like, I, right. sometimes I go, I'll ask somebody to name four times before I get it. I know, I kind of have a hang-up about it. I think it's an ego right, thing where, like, I, I want to, like, know people's names. Because I, I do have the ability to remember names and call people by their name. So, I, I, that's kind of one of my things. Right, well, they say... If you say their name, what, three times within the first minute and a half of meeting them, then it's there. But I uh, I can fuck that up, too. Yeah. <laughs> I could bust that theory. Yeah, yeah I can break Given that. the proper set of circumstances. That's why everybody's darling. Or buddy. There you go. <laughs> What's oh, up, Pard? Buddy. Uh, <laughs> how, do you ever get called Buddy? <laughs> no, I have an uncle named Bud. Uncle Bud. Okay. We don't call him Buddy. You never get called Bud or Buddy? I don't like his dude. Because the dude's a fucking dude, man. You know. What's the dude? Dude's somebody that. It's an elephant butt hair. Yeah, an elephant butt hair. Exactly. <laughs> That's what a dude is. A dude's somebody that doesn't know shit about living out west. Like, mm. has to pay to go ride a horse and stuff. <laughs> you got to saddle a horse for him and shit. Oh, like that's that. what dude ranches are for. Yeah. Uh, just before Wally came over here to get the hat, you guys were talking about fracking. Yeah. And. Yeah, did you guys hear about the um, Apaches? Uh-uh. They just closed down. The government had like they keep moving, making the reservation smaller and smaller mm-hmm. um, because they're finding different resources, mm-hmm. and so they're trying to annex, annex off another portion of land, um, these flat tops. And where is that? That is in uh, South Dakota. Huh? Apaches? Lakota Sioux. Oh wait. Lakota, Dakota. Oh no, they're in New Mexico. There you go. They're in New Mexico. Uh-huh. Um, but anyways, they were able to stop them. They started coming in with the trucks and stuff, and they just started occupying the land. Sweet. And it just happened like a couple of days ago. Nice. That's great. That is. And it's nice to see 
people get together for our resources. I mean, yeah, it's a finite thing. You know, it seems like it's a it's snowing, so there's going to be more water coming. But mm -hmm. you know, what else has become a part of that cycle? Um, yeah, you know, like California's dying for water. Yeah, yeah, we're I can pump in, you know, all this fracking fluid inside of the fucking earth oh, to where the good yeah. water is. Oh, it's yeah. the worst. It <laughs> where is. there's good water, it's like, okay, it's, yeah, we're drying out up here, but there is other water. Right. But what are we doing to that other water? Right. It makes no sense. It also uses a ton of water to oh, yeah. the process itself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're losing like three times. And you're not even getting the good stuff. You're getting what? Natural gas? No, it forces or you get some crude what? too. Crude or something. No, you're getting natural gas. Oh. I think you maybe get crude sometimes, but it's yeah, it's stupid. So yeah, I feel like I know that, and until I mean maybe I should go to this thing today. To, but it seems when, pretty clear to me that it's it, not a good idea. The, the, <laughs> right? Yeah. You don't have to be a genius, really. When they came into Colorado with fracking was about um, ten years ago. And during this time, it was like it was the lead up to the war in Iraq time, also. Huh. And it's like all the people that were a part of the movement back in that era were very uh, fixated on um, the war in Iraq uh -huh. and like what that meant. You know what kind of lies were being told. Who's Halliburton? Hmm. You know, nobody knew who Halliburton was until then. Right. Um, oh, and, and Halliburton is right around here. Halliburton was one of the first uh, fracking companies in. Halliburton and Cock Industries, Coke, sorry, was rifle. Okay, and, you know, and uh, there was a lot of people that were very active uh, up and down the Athens Valley. A lot of influential people uh -huh. um, were coming in and out of there because of Aspen. Sure, and so that whole vein, you know, would get different uh, celebrities or, uh -huh. um, that would come through. Everything very fixated on the war, but at the time they were building up, building up, building up all this fracking, and there, all this was going on. And there was some red lights going off about it, but there wasn't a lot of chirping because it was being overshadowed by the, the war in Iraq. Oh, sure. And well, how many things can you protest at one time, man? Right. That's why I think we ought to just like everybody who disagrees with the way that things are going right now, like these Indians you're talking about, you can get all the tribes from Turtle Island and like they just did that huge thing up in was it Nova Scotia or Siberia and a bunch of shamans got together and, and then they said and they weren't really native not all of them were native from there but there it was a place that they felt that it was a it was a conduit for knowledge and ancient power so a bunch of them went up there and like performed a bunch of when they're calling in the ancestors, what they're doing is calling on the power and the knowledge of the of all the ancestors, mm -hmm. and uh, and trying to revive them right now and bring them mm -hmm. back right mm -hmm. now because they really believe that this the that it's coming down like right now like this is our chance to remake the world and this time if we don't you know dream the same dream we can wake up in a in a, in a better spot mm -hmm. and. Uh, I'm loosely translating what, you know, sure. the information I've gathered over the last four or five days. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think that's exactly what needs to happen, you know. Even if it comes to the point of armed confrontation with the bad guys, like, no, you will well, stop now. They were, they were able to pull this off and keep the gas companies out of there. 
it's because they're tribal. If it was um, a couple, and it was just a couple hundred people. Right. It was just a couple hundred people. If it was 3,000 um, Occupy Wall Street people. Then it drove right they, through the middle of them. drove right through the middle of them. They would have got <laughs> sprayed in the eyes. Everybody yep. would have went to jail. Gaffled the fuck out of them. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. And that, it's like, it, yeah. they have a loud voice. You know, for yeah. being as few as they are, they have yeah. a very loud voice in, in the national scale. God bless them. Yeah, it's that's a big move. It's great. I think it's amazing that it came down to that. That mm. it came down to actually them having to physically get out there to protect that territory. I mean, that it, after all of like the legal shit that has no doubt gone into creating these reservations, well, they probably just come down to like gas companies actually just trying to drive in there and start drilling, <laughs> and the Indians coming out and fucking stopping them. <laughs> In 2015, it's like absurd. In a way, it's kind of like the shrinkage of Palestine. Also, it's you know they're they're not recognized as their own state, but yet you know it keeps getting smaller and smaller, and the powers that be Mm -hmm. that need these hungry that are hungry for the resources Mm -hmm. just keep nibbling away at it. Yeah, I don't think they're going to get it done. I think that. I don't know what you guys think about this, but I kind of think that the machine, in a way, is starting to eat itself in that you can see some of the cogs starting to break loose, you know? Like, um, and and it just feels like it's starting to clank around and not run as well as it used to. Mm. And it, you know, there's, I think there's a lot of people that are just kind of like, (laughs) 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 yay, machine break! You know? And uh, I think that native voice you know, it's great for that. And they're just saying, you know, stop. You're going to stop right now. Here's where you stop. Yeah. And, uh, and I, you know, I think we can wear the bastards down. I really do think that, uh, I really do think that the powers of, you know, I think, I don't know what I think. I feel that, and I, sometimes you wonder, is my own age, you know, just because I'm getting older and more mellow and trying to tap into more stuff. I feel like so are a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. But that might be the vibe gathering in the tribe, you know? So, I mean... Right. But on a worldwide level, I, I, I would like so. to believe that we are going we're to... We're special. <laughs> no, not we're special. That we are everybody. Like, yeah. if 98% of the people on the planet felt like yes. us three did... Yes. I think they do. I think they do. And I think... Machine wearing down, I think, I have never haven't thought of that much, like that the physical machinery is getting worn and not working as well. I definitely see it, like, being forced to take bigger and bigger risks, it seems, and get, like, more extreme. Um, the chicken has to eat the whole egg before it pops out as actual chicken. <laughs> what? <laughs> The, you know, the chicken has to devour the, what's inside of the egg. Oh, the, the chicken, little chicken. The little chicken has to take this cosmic soup that's within the shell, yeah. and it has to devour it, what it was and turn into something else before it breaks its shell and turn into this beautiful metamorphosis. You know? Yeah. That's a good analogy for it. So, right? you know, sometimes it has to be gone. What has to be gone? The cosmic soup that uh-huh. we have around us in order to turn into the, the next... Uh-huh. 
number of uh, cellular nature. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. Well, do you see that as being related to like us consuming resources and our yeah. population growing? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. I mean, that's the two. That's the polarity of you know. My heart tells me no. No, yeah, but there yeah, is a yeah. part in my the back of my brain that thinks. Let her rip, tater chip. Yeah, let's get her done. Yeah, it's that's my theory. And then, you know, go either way. You can find balance between the two. Um, yeah, because yeah, stuff's gonna get eaten up. Right, and it's gonna emerge as something else when it does. Hopefully, it's not an ugly, like really mean chicken. Right? <laughs> 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 like like a road warrior chicken. Like raping your girlfriend and shit right in front of your chicken. Ah! Oh, this is not my vision, man. Chickens out there doing all kinds of crazy, mean stuff. And just eat his ass. Chicken soup. <laughs> Yeah, I, that's I. I never really thought about that. I like that a lot. I think that makes sense. And still, I rise, huh? Chicken Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> Had to be a chicken. <laughs> chicken Phoenix. Could have said an eagle egg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably an ostrich. Maybe ostriches are pretty ugly. <laughs> right. But in it, what happens is inevitably we become more aware of the fact that that we're all one, right, or, or of our interconnectedness as, like, population grows and as uh, resources shrink, excuse kind me. of get brought together in a way. Because information flows. Well... We are now, we've reached maximum capacity of information flow, as I think, until thought projection <laughs> happens. You don't have to touch the computer. Uh-huh. I mean, every time there's... Well, that's how we used up. to communicate in the old days, man. But every time there's a... Just skills that we've lost. Doubling of uh, the capacity to inform others, things speed up. Mm. You know, if, like when boats, everything traveled by boat, right. or then by horseback. I'm coming to visit. I'll be there in four months. <laughs> it takes you half a year to go see them. Yeah. There's the telegraph. Right. Things sped up. Okay, right. now here's telephone. Right. Oh shit! Things sped up again right. exponentially. But what was like, yeah. And so right now you're saying the world there's is pretty flat. much no barrier with people having handheld internet connected devices. It could go faster. Right. <laughs> They're going to make it faster next year. Right. Somehow, right. almost saw it to us. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> but we're getting there. Yeah. But like, okay, what was that massive die-off there was in the human race? Like, I think like 90% or something of the human per race. Him, the yeah. premium age? Yeah, it was like 10,000 years ago, right? Yeah. Or 12. Really? Yeah, like 90% of the human race... Bottlenecked. Back oh. down to... Yeah, 10% of the people left on the on the Earth. And so all of us... Was are, it disease? No, it was an ice age. Yeah. Yeah. Killer. Only the meat eaters and the you cave livers survived. <laughs> yeah, killer. Ooh. 90%. That's rough, man. 90%. Ice age. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is good enough for me right here. Like, snow on the ground. Um, okay, so that happened. So, and in what I'm like, that might have been for them. That might have been like a dying of their machine, or the eating of the inside of the egg that had to happen so that something right. new could come about. Right. Right. And then that's happened a couple times. Right. You know, like the one before that. I don't remember, but the Navajos. You know, f- fifth time the world's been recreated. Mm. Um. 
and maybe that was maybe they won ten thousand years ago. So number four, they're talking right, about. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so can we do it with? So, what I'm saying is, we might not have an ice age, but I mean, the Inuits say that the sky has shifted. Mm. They're like, you guys do not watch the sky enough. Their belief is that the Earth has tilted, and that the sky sits a different spot. Mm. And they're like, be warned, you know. So maybe our, maybe the crash of all that technology is our ice age. There are, it'll be the next generation if it falls. Who knows? Well, but hopefully we can achieve a shift without losing 90%. I mean, it seems like definitely things are coming to some sort of a bottleneck. We're definitely proven at this point we can live in every environment on the planet. Yeah. Well. If you have the knowledge to do it. Right. right. If you have the knowledge to do it. I and mean, we've all had, you know, adversely had training just through television you know uh-huh. just through th- that something like that girls. you know I'm not saying that you should educate someone with the television and throw them out in the woods <laughs> <laughs> but you know just through osmosis um, that would be better than educating them in the woods and then just giving them a TV for the rest of their life <laughs> <laughs> like Jack I'm out in the woods For sure. I, yeah. Well, it's all ideas. Like, whatever gives you ideas, you're better off. But you know this stuff is possible. Like an arc. Like, we could have an arc. That's what I like about Peonia. Like, can we pick who the fucking 10% that survive are? I mean, I'm not totally opposed to the 90% die-off, personally. I don't like people that much to begin with. I think Carpenter, we're. I know you're gonna take a couple of. Yeah, them. yeah, right. Got <laughs> I mean, people are the cause of, you know, a hundred percent of the problems on the planet, and if ninety percent of them died, fucking just be a good thing. Yeah, well, that's the other metaphor. Just a fucking dog shaking the fleas off. Yeah, <laughs> or a, a, a creature with a, a fever that just has to sweat it out. Yeah. Maybe the Earth needs to puke. Yeah. So it would be cool is if that fucking giant plastic blob that's in the ocean, you know, the big uh-huh. Texas-sized, uh-huh. it's Texas-sized, what is Texas-sized blob of plastic. Uh-huh. In the Albatross landing pad? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Seal birthing grounds. <laughs> um, if we could get like... I wish that thing would start going around and visiting places. <laughs> <laughs> Like crashing into shit, man. Like if it had a consciousness, like it could just, just go it. wash up against fucking London or Tokyo uh-huh. and just go like, "I am home." <laughs> like, man, just fucking wash up on shore really quickly. Here, hey, I'm plastic Texas. <laughs> <laughs> so at least if, if you had like giant sheets of like really thin woven fishy net, you know that you could slowly net off huge portions of this thing, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And then net off the top, come, and then you're, all of a sudden then you're locking it in and it's not, you know, people, right. birds, birds can't eat it. You're right. able to pull it closer and closer together as a bigger clump, uh-huh. create an island, put some dirt on it. <laughs> floating, <laughs> floating garbage island. Awesome. It'd be just about like Texas. <laughs> oh, yeah, no shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> and you get to feel everything off the methane that comes out of the, <laughs> out of the ball. Right. Perfect. You know? Right. You could have yeah. so many blow-up doll girlfriends, it wouldn't even be funny. Because <laughs> <laughs> they go, baby, you smell. <laughs> like plastic. Raggedy Ann, you never <laughs> look so bad. Never run out of Tupperware. <laughs> To figure out a good system for categorizing all the uh, lid sizes. Can you believe that? Like yogurt containers will have uh, like those those tall yogurt containers. They look all exactly the same size, but they're all like slightly different. Their caps don't quite fit on each other. Uh-huh. Why isn't everything universal? Why, like that? dude? They did it. Finally, did it with the phone That's cords. Right. Well, everybody has to be mini USB. That's true. Or, or, except Apple. For Apple. or Apple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apple. Or your Apple. Yeah, that many But for years, I have like a nest of copper, fucking <laughs> plastic, yeah. and from all these phones. Yeah. And it's like, and that's, yeah, why wouldn't it be universal? Well, yeah. Yeah. Why do we need 19,000 little tiny increments of screw nut heads and shit oh, like that. Man. That would drive me crazy being a mechanic. Yeah. Well, my brain doesn't work like that. I think that. it's just designed to make people generally confused. <laughs> Depending That's on why the machine isn't going to last, man, because we're monkeys. We're not meant for this crap. Yeah. You know? Like, really, we're only, what, two generations and three generations in spots of being away from everybody being from rural areas. Mm. I mean, well, I mean, there's been cities forever, but... I mean, we're not meant to sit in cubicles and be fed artificial light and stare at screens and punch Mm. keys. Mm. I mean, we're animals, man. We're not meant to live... That's unnatural. Yeah. And if you destroy, you know, what a thing is meant to do, in my opinion, it's like spiritual suicide. I mean, if some people can adapt to that, that's fine, but, I mean, I don't even, I don't Adaptation. Even, yeah. That's happening, though. There's going to be, like, two races of human beings in another hundred years. Right. Well, they're not adapting all that well. They're adapting with back pain and bad eyesight. and. They're antidepressants at Viagra and fucking cocaine. It's true. That does kind of keep it, <laughs> keep it running. <laughs> I'll take one of those. Yeah, I'll take one. I'll take the Viagra. <laughs> I don't need it. Just to keep the record yeah, straight. Yeah, just to keep the record straight. <laughs> I'm all good. Well done. Um, well done. Yeah, so like, yeah, what is natural? What is unnatural? I was in the sac. I was in Sacramento one time at the Greyhound bus station. And this black guy walked up to me, and I was so petrified, my country ass. I thought I was going to have to talk to a black person. <laughs> you know? I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to have to talk to a black person. <laughs> it's a male and a big. And he's like, I'm hungry, man. Can you spare $6 so I can get a burger? $6? Yeah. That's asking a lot. They, they see me coming. <laughs> City people see my country ass get off the plane, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna get some money out of this." He's scared, and he's got a good heart. So, yep, they see me coming too. Well, I give him money. Sure. I do. I'm like, shit. Of course. The worst know. was when I gave this guy fifteen dollars outside of a grocery store. Hey, you just gave me fifteen bucks. <laughs> well, that was. I saw that go to the purchase of some to quality tobacco. Right. So that was. 
you know, there was no question of what was happening. This guy sold me a story about being out of gas and trying to get back to, I don't know, San Francisco or something. <laughs> he never used the out of gas story? I've never used it. <laughs> no, it was the first time I'd heard it. Yeah, I wasn't hip. I wasn't savvy. And so, and I just like, oh, I just, JC's my heart like, I thought that shit up. And I gave him $15. Was it JC? And then I'm walking down the block like two minutes later and I see him. Oh, and he takes down my address, right? He's going to mail me a All check. All right. <laughs> oh, mail you a check. I got to remember that part. Of course you will. I see him two minutes later driving away in his like suburban, pretty nice ride. And, and he got some gas? He must have gotten some gas. But the way he kind of like smiled at me and was like, hey man, was definitely not the like, oh, yes, my savior. It was more like, gotcha. sucker. <laughs> if the next story is one about how you tell about some how some hot girl throws themselves at you and, the, and you don't pick up on it, man, I'm going to be pissed. So don't tell I don't have any stories like that. Okay, I've then. pretended not to notice. Oh, right? Yeah. How far did that get you? <laughs> <laughs> not very far. But I wanted, I wanted to stay safe in the safe zone. I didn't want to venture down into sex, you know? Scary, man. Scary territory. Oh, yeah. It's terrifying. Definitely wasn't ready in high school. I thought I was. I mean... I pretended I was, but I don't think I was. Well, could it maybe in the right situation? Who knows? But with whatever circumstances were there, and whatever people I was interacting with at the time, that the right the right match wasn't there for me. I. Uh, That's why I told myself anyway. <laughs> That's yeah. I got into that later. That's my story. <laughs> I got into that later. What's that illusion? I, I, lost my <laughs> I lost my virginity playing spin the bottle at 13. <laughs> nice. Uh, in, in, in Atlanta, Georgia, underneath the freeway overpass. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. There's a, there's a little creek that ran through it. We'd go hang out down there and smoke cigarettes and play spin the bottle. 13. Yeah. Uh-huh. And there were some pipes that ran underneath the bridge to carry... Sewage or whatever. <laughs> and they dared me to go up and kiss this girl here. I believe her name was Jeanette Massey. Uh huh. And she was up there waiting for you on top of the pipes. Yep. <laughs> well, we were both playing. We were both playing. She and we were up there and just didn't stop. Wow. Just didn't stop. Just unbridled amazing. passion. Just didn't unbridled. Unbridled. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but I'm doing it. That sounds pretty great. It was, really, it was really awkward. Same age. It was, 14. it was awkward? Wow. Was so, it awkward? It was, well, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> I got laid the other day, it was awkward. I'm saying. Because <laughs> 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 the guy you, completely used to it? I don't know. <laughs> that does sound. I don't know. I still thought girls had cooties when I was fucking 13. I wouldn't, I don't know if I, I don't know what I would have done. It's like your grizzly bear. What do you do? What do you do when you see your grizzly bear? Hmm. You never know. They never know until you see it. Until you see it. I don't think. Yeah, you can plan. You can plan, plan, plan. <laughs> like there was this kid that got mauled up in Wyoming, and he's like, he went to bear, grew up in bear country, went to bear seminars all the time, grew up hunting, you know, Mon- Montana, Wyoming, his whole life. Big old kid, played uh, linebacker for uh, UW Cowboys, and. uh 
long story short, shoots this cow elk, gives her a minute to die, and starts walking down on her. Two cubs run down. He stops, like, ooh, cubs. And this big old mama bear lopes down to a grizzly, you know, brown bear. And she lopes down to it, and he said she stood up and looked at him and dropped down on her front feet and just started running right towards him. And he been trained his whole life not to run mm-hmm. and he said i never made a conscious decision to start running he said the next thing i knew i was hauling mm-hmm. ass mm-hmm. so you you can train a bunch mm-hmm. and it the training helps but you got to see it and he got away no he got his uh. he got freaking he was, <laughs> he was trying and we're talking about a big old fast kid too and he's trucking he said don't remember what happened to the rifle he's trucking across there and then it, he said then I just saw Sky, Sage, Sky, Sage, Sky, Sage. Yeah, because she just ran up behind him and just swatted him. And bit him in the butt, bit him in the leg, bit him, kind of chewed on his head a little bit. Whoa. Like poked a hole. That's what, sometimes they'll just poke a hole in your head. With their teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh. Take that. Take that. <laughs> like Valentine's candy? Yeah. Like, a, like, like we bite into a chocolate-covered cherry or something yeah. like that. But she so didn't kill him. So you let him live. Don't run. We've got ten more minutes, boys. Ten more minutes to talk. Right on. Chit chat. How are your feet? You guys feet cold? Mine are a little chilly. Mine are a little cold too, but we got I saw a wicked pair of slippers this morning. You ever seen those down like poofy moon boot things? It's not very practical though. They used to rock them in the eighties. Yeah? Moon boots? I want a whole suit me. I they, like what... Are they called... Mo- they look like... That's what popped into my mind, was moon boots. But they're like slippers, kind of like... Uh, how about just a whole suit? Down. Make the person wearing them look like a cartoon character. Yeah, well, that's why I want a whole suit. Like a Teletubbies fucking down suit. I'll just be in there naked all the time. <laughs> just that is what I'll wear. That'd be awesome. It's With the triangle. On my Viagra, yeah. <laughs> a TV in the stomach. A TV in my stomach. Wow. Wonder what I'd have on that some bitch. Something black and white. What color would you be? Fucking some scary, weird, gray, orange shit. I don't know, man. That's a crazy question. What color Teletubby would I be? Well, you said you wanted to be a Teletubby. <laughs> yeah, what kind of question <laughs> Purple, I think, would frighten people. Purple's pretty scary. Yeah, I think anything, any color would do. Probably. Yeah, if you're a full-grown man wearing a fucking poofy suit. Yeah. I got plaid. Ooh. Plaid. Wow. Good call, JC. Yeah. So, uh, 2015... What's the, uh... Gotta crush it. Got a big summer coming up. Are you guys both gonna be here in the summertime? Yep. I'm gonna be here yes. going to my business. I think two more months. Okay. I'm gonna be here. Cool. Yeah. And then... Uh, I to hope to make a bunch of furniture. Hopefully clean nice. out the, the barn over it elsewhere. And try to pump some furniture out. Cool. Right. With all that scrap? Yes. Well, as much scrap as you can, I guess. Yes. And then you got to find some good stuff here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a couple of dead uh, um, maples. 
or uh, walnuts rather. Ooh. Some black walnut here Ooh. in town that we're going to get. Nice. So it's, uh, it's Furniture? Out. Like chairs and shit, JC? Yeah. yeah. Cool. I would want to do some tables. <coughs> tables. I would like to do uh, um, like a nightstand and um, mm-hmm. bed frame, mm-hmm. headboard, footboard, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. kind of thing. Just yeah. kind of set up a room. Yeah. With some stuff and try to sell it. Yeah. Heck yeah. And sell it. That's a great you know, idea. Uh, Make of people asking what I can do for them, you know, rather than me yeah. in their house and build what they want. I can build what I want and have somebody buy it. Yeah. That's makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I'm trying to make a similar shift in my thinking about making art and not get into uh, making, trying to make things that. Well, it is making things that will sell because they're really good, but not making, like, with art, just not making specifically, like, pictures of dogs or something that mm-hmm. people will buy, or, like, pictures Wait, of you don't trees. like pictures of dogs playing pool? <laughs> <laughs> A bowl of fruit. And you're doing the same thing, too, now. You're doing your own business. I think that's the only way you can get revenge against a man, is to have your own <laughs> fucking business, really. Yeah. And just make your own money and make your own mistakes and... Yeah. You know? <coughs> Become self-sufficient. Um, yeah, and I'm like you guys in that you want to do something that satisfies you. So you're, once you start following your heart to make your money, then you have two paths that are being correctly addressed. So I'm following my heart to make my money. I love horses. I love helping horses. And I get to make money at it mm-hmm. and support my way of life. And I still get to go riding and do all the you know, groovy mm-hmm. shit and be a poet and live in... P-Town, which yeah. is great, and I've been here for like 10 years, and some of the best... I moved here to get closer to my friends in Telluride, and Norwood, and Utah, and now I have, I have like, my whole... I, my clan is here. Right. I'm never leaving. Right. I might go on vacation, but awesome. I love this place. Yeah. It's, That's great. It's great to hear. Why well, leave? The grass is not greener on the other side of the fence, folks. Right. you got to stop somewhere. Man. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I agree. Yeah, Pan is a Pan is a great spot, and uh, I think I'll be here in some capacity for a long time. Head on. Do you want to get married? Will you marry me? Sure. Shit, you called my bluff. Okay. <laughs> Wait, is, can we do it in Colorado? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. Legal. Yeah. Really? Like, wait, three of us get married. I don't know if they like. Ooh, I don't know if they like do that. We are right next to Utah. It would make sense. Right. Who's the husband? (laughs) Depends on which day it is. This is weird. Let's smoke this one. So is polygamy going to be cool? I mean, should polygamy be okay? I guess so. If everybody's down? I guess so. I have a hard time believing you. I'm not trying to group you guys. (laughs) Why wouldn't it be down? If two girls want to marry the same guy... Honestly, I mean, if they weren't fucking bred for it, time since there were two, if they're not right. brainwashed, <laughs> but, but first you got to prove that people aren't brainwashed. But if, right. But exactly. if the chicks but are do honestly that. down, yeah. How do you prove that? I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. question. I want to be a part of that. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Prove they that. could come and live with me for six months before they got married to. There's whoever, like, and if they still <laughs> wanted to go back, at the end we know she was on the up and up. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. She obviously wants to go back. Yeah. 
Because otherwise, why would anyone want to? Why would they leave? A relationship is over. <laughs> why would they fucking leave? Exactly. God, uh, who cares? Well, any any closing thoughts? Anything you want to share with my list? I guess I I could tell you guys. Well, yeah. What's your listenership like? Well, they're mostly my friends. You have listeners? From, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think they're mo- the ones that I know of are mostly uh, friends. Are we being recorded? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, we've been recording the whole time. Yeah, I'm not people. usually this funny. <laughs> not that I am now. Uh, mostly my age. Mostly uh, people I went to high school with or college with or art school with. And, right on. Uh, <coughs> and then my mom. Oh, <laughs> Hi, Mom! And and my sister, too. I think my brother listens. (laughs) Right? (laughs) My brother wouldn't. My brother would listen, but my sister-in-law would not. He ain't got no time. He ain't got no time. No podcasts. Right. But hopefully now, Paonia people, I'm going to just keep interviewing Paonia people and just make it a Paonia thing. How much more time do we have? Well, as much as we want. Reach for that, man. I shall. Please. Okay, I'm just going to pass it to me. Oh, right on. Uh, we have as much time as we want. We can always do it again. But I, I try to keep it, you know, tight, like to about an hour. So 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so, no pressure. Bye, Bye, Mom. Mom. A minute and 30 Wait, seconds. Wait, a minute and 30 seconds. But yeah, anything, gosh, any good words of wisdom you guys have acquired? I mean, the, the nice message I'm getting is... is Maybe to, we should words of wisdom? Okay. Close Don't train Sure. Words of wisdom. If everybody in America quit drinking alcohol and killed their TV, there would be a revolution within a month, and we could take care of all this shit, and then we could all go back to living <laughs> honest lives. Because we have and to take care of the big problem before we take care of all the rest of them. That's all. Nationalized toilet paper! Nationalized toilet paper for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> What's... You know, we're all natural from, resources. You know, it's like we're a, we are a capitalist society, so everything has to be owned uh-huh. by somebody for the government to own, say, hmm, an oil field, uh-huh. or to take over oil field. And government and give that money back to the people. Right. That's oil field. That's socialism, uh-huh. Uh-huh. or even communism to some people. Uh-huh. But if you just in Sweden, they uh-huh. have um, the Lego patent to Legos, right? So the the money that people buy Legos, all the cash the crop that comes from that goes back to Sweden, pays for healthcare. No way. So if we nationalize toilet paper, we can all think about each other and our teeth and our feet and our souls mm-hmm. and every time we wipe our ass. I can I think, think about politicians when I beautiful. wipe my ass. <laughs> I think it's beautiful. Or can we get the paper clip? Or oh something? sure, something yeah. like that. And it's just I think toilet paper is a perfect one. I think toilet paper is the perfect Free floss for everyone. Well, I I'm not flossing anymore. Oh my god! What? Yeah, I you heard only have something to f- about. Wait, how old are you? You're still changing. Don't worry, you still have time to change. <laughs> no, I was, <laughs> I was really into flossing, and I only stopped because I heard this thing about how it might not be good for you. That's more research. It's all about calcium, and it's about uh, you still need to like pick big gobs out of your teeth. You only have to floss the teeth you want to keep. <laughs> Maybe I'll go back to flossing. (laughs) 
Say goodnight, Henry. Thank you so much What's for it? joining this conversation. Thank you for having us, yeah. man. Yeah, or for thanks us. for coming over. Yeah, we'll have to do it again. Well, sure. Later on. Another episode. Bye, Bye, listeners. Bye, listeners. <laughs>